Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Kimber Lovett-Minkiti. And I'm Seychelle Van Poole. Happy New Year, Kimber. Happy New Year, Seychelle. I'm so excited. I'm excited. We get to be together today. Um, I'm curious, do you ever, um, for the New Year, like, do you ever have like a a word or like an intention or a New Year's resolution? Yes. We've been doing this word of the year for a while, business-wise and personally, Ooh. which is so mm-hmm. fun. And so this year, you know, I tend to date my word because I'm like, okay, I got to try it mm. on or see how it feels for a little bit. Yeah. So, so my, uh, I've been dating for, for a few weeks as we kicked off the new year, uh, the word release. It's release, right? Because I think a lot of times we come in to life and the mm-hmm. seasons with a lot of expectations, a lot of identity, a lot of things that sometimes we're holding on to that we need to release. Or I'm in that season. So I'm working to release. How about you? I love that. Yeah. Um, my word this year is maximize. Ooh. So it's it's, you know, to really do less better, mm-hmm. like in every area, I feel like we, last year, my word was boundaries. So it was all about reclaiming personal space and reclaiming who I am and what I want. And and this year it's like, okay, I've got that like more reclaimed. So now it's around max. Yeah. Now I'm like, I want to maximize the body I'm in and my health and maximize our businesses. And like before adding a whole bunch of anything else, I want to maximize everything that we're currently doing, including like remodeling bathrooms, maximize our house. Like it. <laughs> There you go. All We're of like it. Maxing all all of it's a, Yes. We are in a do yeah. less more season as well. And so like how do we yeah. really like get to more of what we want by actually narrowing mm-hmm. the scope, which can be a little counter when you think about like, every, like big, 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 more, more. And yeah. Grow, grow, grow. Yeah. Grow, grow, yeah. Grow, grow. We found that we looked up last year, we were doing all of these things, but we had kind of moved everything halfway down the field and felt really defeated in a lot of things. And we were like, okay, well, actually, if we picked the things that are most important and we got very focused on that, Mm -hmm. would we have a different result? So I'll I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Well, I love love that you're doing that. And I'm excited for us to check in throughout the year on it. And it kind of goes along, honestly, with the theme of what you and I wanted to talk about today, which is like, you know, our at least, I, I don't know about you, when I look at the first couple of jobs that I had and roles that I had in business, they were very structured. They were um, very defined. It was very much like, I am, you know, an intern at an ad agency. I am an account executive in an ad agency. I am an assistant producer on this project. Like, it's very like, you know what you're getting and what you expect. I get my real estate license and I'm a buyer's agent and then I'm a listing agent. You know, it was like very like, like, a to B. There's a role, mm-hmm. a job, a progression, an expectation, and it's very lined out. And then somewhere in my mid-30s, like it became more fluid. It was like, and I'm going to add this business that we're starting, and I'm going to lead this team, and then we're going to grow this, and then this is going to get started. And it, like all of a sudden, it went from like a very specific job for me to like a very entrepreneurial space where you're creating and like casting the job you want instead of necessarily the jobs that are available. I'd be curious for you. I kind of feel like we're in similar seasons with that a little bit. A hundred percent. Right. And I think there's a, there's some beauty to the structure of like, Hey, I'm going to do this thing. Right. Like I, my background is in social work. So it was like, great, I'm going to be a school social worker. And then I get to, you know, lead the social workers across like, right. I was working with the Archdiocese of Washington. I got to then lead social workers. And so there was there was sort of this this progression of like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. I'm mm-hmm. going to like gather these body of skills and then I'm going to go to the next piece. And you're right, absolutely right. Sales world. I'm going to master buyers and then I'm going to do listings and I'm going to do investors. 
And I think for some, like as as you start to do that, then you begin to see problems that that exist in the world that maybe don't have solutions yet, that don't have this very pretty like next step box that somebody's already got the role defined. We often say in our organization, like the positions that are here today didn't exist in the organization a few years ago. So it wasn't even like we could say to somebody, you're going to be this role and then this role and then this role. And so really thinking about Mm -hmm. the strengths, thinking about the problems we're working to solve in the industry and the world sort of often create some of those opportunities in, in business. Yeah. I love that. Well, and today we're really going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to create and ask for the job you want. Because I think to Kimber's point, that's such a beautiful statement of oftentimes the jobs that exist in our organizations today were not even thought of five years ago. The technology we see today was not even thought of five years ago. I think about AI in the last 12 months and and all of the growth that's going to come from that, that people don't even know are going to create opportunities and jobs in five years from now. And so we're going to talk today about how to create and ask and get. You're going to get it. Not just ask. You're going to get the job that you want and the perfect role for you. So let's dive on in um, because I'm super excited about it. So the first thing that you're going to do when you are um, looking outward at maybe you're, you're in a role that you maybe don't feel quite fulfilled in or maybe you're nailing it at something and you're ready to go to the next thing and build a team behind you to go do that. Um, I think the first thing to do before you look outward at what things are out there is you need to look inward and do a self-assessment. And so it's really important in your role that you're doing today that you're identifying your skills and your strengths and that you clearly understand where your skills are. Like you need to be in reality with what you know, right? So be competent with what you know. Um, Understand what your strengths are and your area of expertise and recognize um, what your superpowers are with that too. I think what sets you apart from other people in the field. Um, And then you can ask that question of, is the environment I'm in working for me? Is the role I'm in working for me? Is it it time for me to be taking on something new, adding something, subtracting something? Um, And then you can kind of go from there to start start looking at what that looks like for the next step. Absolutely. It is that that evaluation, right? This I love the idea of a self-assessment. Sometimes we go right into like, you know, what is it that I'm looking to do? But thinking about even especially at the top of a year, like looking back on mm-hmm. the prior year, what what do you feel like you accomplished professionally? What were you proud of? What project or activity or yeah. thing that you did that you were like, oh man, like I got a lot of energy when I did this and, I, and it had a good benefit, right? What was the benefit? What was the ROI, mm-hmm. right? That return on investment on places that your time was best spent. So I think that that's the first step is right, I love that, that self-reflection. And then you would do the next step. Love that. Yeah, which is sort of defining your goals. And this, I think, is so, so critical because our, the path that you're on, does it meet your both personal and professional goals that you have for the long term? And that could be like one, three, five years out. Where do you want to be? And is the path that you're on supporting you getting there? Some people think even farther out, right? 10 years, 20 years. Do you want to retire you know, at a certain point? Do you want to like have passive income that supports you to do something really in, in a different direction? When you think more broadly about both your goals mm-hmm. and sort of that broader impact that you want to have on the world. So I think that's really, I know for us, right? Like we both think very strategic and thinking about like yes. what what 
are the opportunities? And what are some of those opportunities? Like when you said yes to something that really like you jumped and then you were like, okay, I'm always a yes, how person, right? Like I'm like, yep, I can uh-huh. do that. I can do that. And then I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh crap, I have no idea. This is just happening to me right now. I'm like, yep, I got this. And literally I was home like, I have no idea how I'm going to make this happen. <laughs> I was like, Let's, yeah, yeah. yep, I got it. I got yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I think, I think too, as, as you add kids and you add relationships and you add all these other things, um, the energy level and the bandwidth that you have before you have all of those things on your plate is so different than the energy and bandwidth you have all of a sudden when you have one or multiple kids in the house all at school age or like, you know, you like all of a sudden start reprioritizing relationships or like, you know, travel becomes an interest level again or like hobbies. We all teased like five years ago and we were like, what are hobbies? And like, what is health? And like now all of a sudden, you know, over the last several years, we've been reprioritizing those. And so it's like my role looks different for what I want now than it did when I had 12 to 15 hours a day to give just to work. 100%. And so... I I am having to be more strategic with what I say yes to and what my roles look like today than what I did in my 20s and mid-30s because my time that I'm willing to give it looks different. The energy I'm going to give it is a lot more intense, but the time I'm going to give it is going to look different. And so that requires a different role. That requires a different responsibility than it did before, which is is good too. So I'm curious, um, how do you say no to the things that don't work for you, Kimber? Yeah, I mean, I think understanding that every yes is a no to something else. And so like we don't have unlimited yeses that there are going to be. Like, so when I say, I just said yes to this amazing opportunity to chair a phenomenal nonprofit board that I have tons of passion about that supports um, young high school girls in our area. But I knew in saying yes to that, that it was a no, that I had to like reevaluate my time and look at what that yes Mm. was going to be a no for, which means I had to step down off of another amazing organization, right? But it meant, and maybe that wasn't just a no forever. I sometimes look at no's as, is it a no for me, but a yes for somebody else? So if I'm having to say no to something in my, like that, that is an opportunity or that could be, does that create a pathway or a yes for somebody else in my world where they could, uh, I just did this like the other day, I was like, I'm not available to do that. But I literally was like, before the person even asked me, like I wanted to solve that problem for them and I, and I creating an opportunity for somebody else in my world to say yes to it. I love that. That's, that's something I think about a lot is like, what, um, what person if this is a no for me, what person can I give as an opportunity or a name or a couple of names of potential fits for this role if it doesn't work for me? And I love like being able to look back over my career at all the opportunities that have been created for other people because I it wasn't the right fit for either what was on my path or what brought me joy or what I was naturally going to be the best at. And all of a sudden you turn around and look and you're like, oh, how cool is it that there's all these people with these amazing careers that you got to contribute to? So... Um, that is uh, a really, really fun thing. Um, you know, and once you've decided sort of where your goals are and you've done your self-assessment, the next part of that is to start researching what's out there, right? Looking into companies and industries that work, um, for what you might want to be doing. Is there a company out there that does what you're doing already? Sometimes there's not. Um, you know, I think about like some of the companies that we've been seed capital for with her best life recently and funding them because they are out solving a problem that literally doesn't have a company with a solution yet. Um, and so really looking at that and if there is a company out there that works, like really do deep research on it. 
and start figuring out like, what does their culture look like? Do their values align with you? Um, Are there specific requirements for the role that you're looking for that you can start either structuring your world around or start preparing for so that when you're going after it, you're the natural best fit for that opportunity. And I think that starts with the level of research you do will dictate how well prepared you are for that part. Yeah. And I think today's environment is like beautiful for that, right? Because you can follow companies, you can follow leaders who are doing cool things. You can find like, are there conferences that really hit on that topic? Are there places that it it might not actually start off immediately? Like I'm going to go sort of in the traditional world, find find the company, apply for the job and get in there, right? It might actually look like relationship building in that space. And what I love about 100%. our world with like virtual and Zoom and co- phone calls, I get I get pinged quite a bit. I know you do too, say, right, from like a LinkedIn where in, in a like leader may say, hey, I, I like what you're doing. I'd love to learn more. I, I want to get into the real estate industry. Can I connect with you? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, I'm really open to those conversations. I have my Calendly open. Like I set yeah. that's up on my Instagram, like so that people can pop in. And I find that like leaders, often they also have a problem that needs to be solved. And when you show up asking uh-huh. those questions and coming from curiosity and like really looking at, is there a problem you could solve for a company that might not look like today an immediate job, but you could be creating something that is that next opportunity for you. And, and it's it's kind of a cool- I love that. Like we've seen that even in our HBL world. Net Worth Club kind of came that way, right? That we had somebody that was really yes. passionate about it, right? And Deb and, and certainly in Margot and being able to create something that the original part of our organization, Her Best Life, that might have not didn't been, have yet. Yeah, that that and, and might not have had the mm-hmm. capacity. Our board didn't have the capacity to really give that the attention it needed. And today it is such a huge value to the broader community. I love that. Well, and I think too, one of my favorite things to do is to be a a connector or to build relationships when you are looking at um, getting into networking into those opportunities. And it really is, it's finding a who, whether it's finding a mentor or finding somebody that's a couple of steps ahead of you, not like 50 years ahead of you, but like a couple of steps ahead of you so that you can kind of like you know, like how um, bikers, right? And they get in those Pelotons and they're literally like lining up, you know, to catch the catch the wind draft. I think about that with like creating your role. If you can get right in line between somebody that's just slightly ahead of you or do the same for somebody slightly behind you, you're creating this like more efficient space for each other. Um, and, and I truly believe that if there's, I don't know if you've heard of that game, like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Have you ever heard of that game? I have, yeah. I think about if like everyone in the world is six degrees from Kevin Bacon in Hollywood, I feel like you're probably two to three connections away from anywhere you want to be too. And I'll give you an example of this. So Quinn loves this little app called Toka Life. It's a little app that has all these little cute little people and they get to like design little spaces and she loves the design element of it. And it's like just this like little, it's like a little app and they're they're really creative with how they package it and, and deliver it out to kids. They're really smart with how they're doing that. And Quinn is obsessed with it. She's like, mom, when I grow up, I want to go be, I want to go work for this company, Toka Life. And I was like, well, where are they based? So we look it up and we're like, oh, they're in Sweden. That's interesting. So we start like digging into like, well, who, I I had a research, like who created Toka Life? And it was like, oh, these two guys created it. We're like, well, what are they doing now? And we, we start researching. One of my friends on LinkedIn knows one of the founders of this company in Sweden. So do we message him? Of course, of course we do, do. <laughs> right? Of course we do. And we're now like, you know, casually connecting back and forth over Toka Life with the founder in Sweden that was one connection away. So one like, connection. 
one connection. So I would venture to say, like, you would be shocked once you start putting out there in the world what is interesting to you or what problem you're wanting to solve or what what literally fills you up. I think you would be shocked how many people actually find joy and want to help you figure it out. And he immediately was like, oh, tell her to download this coding software and let me know if you're in Sweden and she can come by and visit our headquarters. And, you know, I mean, like, one connection away. One. So you just never know. You never know, you right? And I think it, whether you are thinking about this because you're you know, in an early season of your career and you're thinking about the next step, or you're one of our empire builders, and you're saying, this is where mm-hmm. my business is, wants to go next year. Like, right, we're here and we yep. really want to go to this next level. Like, that is, it's the same practice, right? Look at another business is. that is the next step away of, like, right, getting to what you want to be able to do, or the whether that's a, you know, if you're real estate, you want to get to your break, you want to break through 200 units and you've been at 100, right? Go find the team that is doing that. And the likelihood that that team, like, I've seen agents fly across the country to sit with a team that's doing the thing Absolutely. that's already cracked the code and that builds it. So I think whether you're taking this from a lens of like, I am like moving, thinking about that next evolution in my career or changing industries, or you're building a business, it's the exact same approach to, to be able to, I think about our world, right? Like we put into the universe how yes. at the very beginning about Sarah Blakely and literally like we've been like, we like, right. Like she is aligned so much with what we want as a, her best life community and a business. And the, the world kind of conspires sometimes to create spaces mm-hmm. for opportunities to open up. So maybe more on that coming soon. <laughs> I love it. It's so much fun. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, I think this really gives us a great recap. If you are, if you are out there and you're, you're either asking yourself that question or you're, or you're defining what you want, right? Make sure you do the self-assessment. Know, know your strengths and know your skills. Define where you want to go or what problem you're trying to solve and make sure you have enough bandwidth to say yes to the things that bring you joy so that you can say no and create opportunities for others and yes to the things that really put you on the path to success and where you want to go. Go start researching what those opportunities, companies, or people look like and then network, network, network. Ask the who do you know. Take action and ask for help because everyone loves to help someone else. I know as leaders, we oftentimes think we can do it all by ourselves, but as a community, we are stronger together when we ask for help and support each other. So don't be afraid. If we can help you to ask us too, and I'm going to ask you for a five-star rating and review if you enjoyed today's episode. And please go share it with someone else that might be in this phase of life and and needing some additional tips and guidance to help them get there. And I just want to say a big thank you from both of us here. Happy New Year. We hope your year is off to a great start as we're in our first couple weeks already. And um, go out there and live your big business and even more importantly, a bigger life. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a great week.